Welcome everybody to week seven's going for twos, the B-League Pick'em Show. Show. I'm your guy Dan at the B-League Says here with another going for two live special for week seven. We're talking props. We're talking underdog fantasy props. Promo code GF2 for a 100 match. 100% matching deposit up to 100 bucks. Yes, we get to do all that sort of stuff. I can't find my little my little tag thing up here. We're going to try and find that in a minute. We're going to get some more people in the chat. We're going to see how we're going. But as always, if you are joining me today, please head over to YouTube, head over to Twitch, head over to Facebook even. Oh my God, Facebook. Can't be, I can't believe I just said that. Go on, do all that sort of stuff and kick on over there if you want to get in the chat and talk about all that sort of jazz. I'm all for it. I'm here for you. Here to have a bit of fun for week seven. Week seven's B-League's Pick'em Show show can't wait to have you guys with me to talk some props after last week we actually had a very 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 good week had a very good week on the props uh last week i am stunned uh at everything because we absolutely crushed i think we went from last week's show seven from eight or 87 percent 87 and a half percent i can't believe the people aren't watching i am just stunned either way we're going to get around that and kick on into our props. As always, find us over on your socials. Discord, it's free, right? Our free social media, free Discord. You can find all of us from going for two over there. You can get amongst the chat as well. Find us on YouTube. Hit the alerts. Subscribe. All that sort of jazz going for two live. We've got a new website, apparently. Jeff didn't tell anyone that we got a new going for two live website. I didn't even know that. I still have the app. Funnily enough, I don't know if anyone else has that, but I've got the app, the going for two app. Probably should need a bit of updating on that one, Jeffrey. But either way, we're going to go over from that. And again, one more time, Undertop Fantasy. GF2 promo code, 100% matching deposit up to 100 bucks on your initial outlay. That's what we are here for. You want 100, you get 200. Bam, off we go. Looking at this week's slate, we have Jacksonville plus one at New Orleans on Thursday night. Few injuries either side. Trevor Lawrence is a bit shaky. A couple guys from New Orleans. Looks like a bit of a rough one for all involved. Buffalo minus nine at New England, 41 and a half. Seems like a bit of a trap or a landmine for the Bills after what they put up against the Giants, which is kind of hapless as it were. Could be anything. Could, it could be, listen, we can say how bad the, the Patriots are, but they did put 300 yards on the Eagles week one. So they have that in their artillery. They looked okay last week. Looked okay-ish. We'll see if they can get uh, going against a familiar foe. Detroit at Baltimore. Baltimore minus three at home uh, with an over-under of 42. I find that weird because I don't think Baltimore have any right to be the favorite at this point. They did have three games on the road to start uh, the, the, this last month. So it's the first game at home, I think, in a month because their, their game in London was a home game or some garbage like that. You know how I feel about the London games. They can all go kick rocks. Cleveland minus two at Indianapolis after just slapping the dust out of San Francisco. If you want to call it that, Colts should take this one easy with Gardner Minshew under the helm. Washington at New York Giants. Giants plus two at home. You know how I feel about home underdogs. Plus two. I don't think they're that far away from each other at 39 and a half. I like the Giants plus two in the overs in that one. They're both that bad that they could score points. Go figure. Las Vegas somehow. A minus three at Chicago, 38 and a half. Another low. Look, there's only one game. I believe. No, Actually, there's no games over 42 and a half in the morning, which is kind of wild. So everything is a low scoring game. So, you know, if you have to set your lineups or get some props on or DFS or whatever it may be, look for those afternoon games because there is absolutely bupkis in the morning. 
You're looking at Las Vegas minus three, maybe without Jimmy Garoppolo at Chicago at 38 and a half. That's garbage. No game slated above 42, which is kind of scary. So for that, we're going to head over to a game that had a few more options available for us uh, than what there were. There weren't a lot. Like you look at like uh, the Giants-Washington. There was like a couple, maybe two Washington options, none for the Giants because I don't know about Jones. Okay, fine. Uh, you look at Vegas, no no Garoppolo, no Vegas option because no Garoppolo. They don't know how that's going to pan out. Like there, there really wasn't a bunch of good stuff out there this week. So, And to see everything that low, it's kind of, kind of telling. Uh, we're going to head over to Atlanta and Tampa. Uh, this week. So Atlanta plus 2.5 versus the Bucks at 38 and a half over on apply total. It's a stinker. And wouldn't you know, the three options that I've got here are all going to be lower. What a downer. Pick number one, though, might be a bit of a controversial pick. We're going Bijan Robinson lower than 62 and a half rushing yards. Oh my God, he didn't just say that. Yeah, he did. Look, Tampa's rush defense has always been a tough nut to crack. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. And they've been solid this year, too, giving up the seventh fewest yards this year. But more concerning that than that is like they've given up the fewest rush attempts per week as it is on average. So they're kind of crushing it. And, you know, I get they've played one less game and that could have been a blowout. It could have like messed things around. They're there. Like their rush defense is as good as what it normally is. They've still only offered, what, 17 rush attempts per week. Like that's 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 kind of crazy at that point. Like, add to it a slow pace of play on their side of the things. Baker Mayfield, we're going to talk about him in a second. Slow-ish sort of game. Desmond Ritter, a slow-ish sort of guy. They don't really rush the, the tempo unless there's two minutes to go and they're down by 30. Thanks, Atlanta. Uh, but it is what it is in that regard. Look, you look at Bijan Robertson. Look, I go back to it last week. I was all over Derek, Derek Henry going lower. And at that one point, I think he had 10 rush attempts for 16 yards. And you're sitting there going, oh, great, we're on here. And then he has a 60-yard uh, wildcat play that goes, and you're like, oh, no. Like, Bijan can do that to us. I know that the risk is involved. Betting against the talent, I understand that. But he's only crossed 62 rushing yards twice this year in six games, and he's been under 55 four times. That is kind of problematic for me. So he has some struggles to, you know, he's had struggles getting to that line, let alone 62 and a half, against the team. The slow pace of play, they're going to limit opportunity. They don't give opportunity. And when they do allow anything, they don't give you anything. So that's a pass for me and Bijan at 62 and a half this week. Hey, on, Jared. Good to see you, mate. Uh, pick number two in the same game. We got Baker Mayfield lower than 225 and a half pass yards. Look, the hand injury bothers me a little bit. I'm sure he's fine, uh, especially with the bye week in there as well. Like, I'm just It bothers me to know that a quarterback's entering a game with a hand injury. Yeah, some conservative like that. But it is what it is. You got to think with some rest of probably healed, but look, that's a tricky part. Look, the hand and the dock will tell you and more than anyone. You look at the, you know, phalanges, you, you know, your hand and the small, soft, small bones in there, they're very hard to heal. They don't heal quick. They take time. If he's had any problems in there, any bruising, any problems gripping the ball, I kind of want no part of that, which kind of makes me feel better about Rashad White a little bit. But uh, even still, I'm not that overly confident in that. I can see him try to control the game, minimizing what he does, control the clock, it's going to be a slow vantage game. And the low implied total kind of gives me the feel that, like, this isn't going anywhere. And the Falcons secondary, outside of last week, they kind of got blown up for the first time this year. I know I know the Packers were okay against them in week two, but not, not what you'd think. That's the first time, like, Terry McLaurin kind of stepped up. We saw Curtis Samuel do some stuff. Like, I mean, everyone, but, you know, Jahan Dotson, right? But either way, it's just one of those things where you're sitting there going, okay, well, their, their defense doesn't really give a lot of pass yards up. 
And now they've got a quarterback who might be a little dinged. I, I'm a little bit bothered by that in that regard. So if you said to me, like, Baker walked away with, like, 205 and two, like, I wouldn't be surprised. And it's probably a good fantasy day for everyone. But in terms of props to go 225 with a bit of an injury, a slow game, ah, no, nah, I think I'll pass on that. Pick number three, again, as proxy of Baker Mayfield being a little dinged up and a low implied total. I can't even believe I'm talking about this. I'm so bummed out to be talking about the Bucks and Falcons. I'm leaving a lot here. It sucks. But here we are. Mike Evans, lower than 60 and a half receiving yards. Look, I really don't feel great about this. I won't lie because, you know, he started hot with, you know, three in a row over 60 and had a 171-yard game in there too. So you know he's good for a blow-up game. And look, it's coming off the bye. Maybe they've reset, readjusted. It's there to be had from Evans every week. And I understand that. Still, back-to-back games under 50 yards against solid uh, pass defenses. Again, a low implied total with two teams who will generally slow the game down. The Falcons have given up the fourth-fewest receptions to the position, 10 per game on average to the position, and the fifth-fewest yards. So it bothers me enough to go lower here. What do we got here, Jared? It doesn't matter what the line is. Staffer over it on pass yards. Yeah, probably. Against the Steelers, what, they... What, 29th to, the, uh, to wide receivers? You know, they're they're what, one of the worst pass defenses in the league at the moment, right? They're kind of brutal. Cooper Cup at 9,500 already. Took him two weeks to be the highest paid receiver on the DFS slate. Two weeks. Unbelievable. What are we doing with Cooper Cup? Playing him. <laughs> Cash. Okay, no worries. Either way. Either way. You've been doing well on the uh, Friday night show every now and again there, Yeti. You've popped up. You've done well. Good job, Good job there. Anyway, we're going to kick over into the afternoon games because I sure as shit don't want to talk about those morning games again. I know I'm going to have to recap, but my God, I don't want to. Either way, we're going to talk about a few of these games. Look, Pittsburgh at Los Angeles, Rams minus three at home, 43 and a half. Okay, not bad. I don't mind it. Stafford should be going over there. Chargers plus five and a half at Kansas, 48 and a half. Green Bay minus one at Denver. Green Bay minus one at Denver, 44 and a half. Like Jordan Love this week, I kind of like it for him. I don't know why I got this feel. Ooh, I like that one. Minus one, Green Bay on the road to Denver. Interesting stuff there. Game pick for the afternoon. We're going to head over into the NFC West as well. I kind of like Arizona plus seven and a half at Seattle. 44 and a half implied total. I love Seattle this week. Seattle are going to clean them up. But that doesn't mean that we can't get some good options on the board. Pick number one, it's going to be Kenneth Walker. Higher than 70 and a half rushing yards. Absolutely. Look, I feel great about this option. So much I'm going to talk about Kenneth Walker all day, all week. I just love it for him this week. Look, currently running at about 66% of his team's rush attempts, which doesn't seem like that. But look, anytime you can get a running back with about 16, 17 rush attempts per week, that's probably a good thing the way that running back committees have generally formed over the last couple of years. So I don't hate that for him. Seemed like a bit of a slow start as well, Walker. He's pushed through three straight games over 62 on the ground. He had a 79-yard game and a 97-yard rush game in the mix there too. So 62 yards, 62, 79, 97, he's done pretty good. What they now get is a team that's conceded the fourth most rush yards per game at 112 and the fourth most rush attempts per game at 24 on average to the position. Look, with a game where the Seahawks are heavily favored, the control game on the ground could be in the cards. And Walker could be the direct beneficiary. Now, if that is the case, then I'm absolutely going Geno Smith lower than 251 and a half pass yards. Look, I'd, I'd love to have a look at his first and second half splits because I feel like that's what you want to get on if you're on the uh, the betting market. I'd like to see what his first half yards or second half yards going to be. Do you know that that's going to be completely a tale of two different things? 
I feel like the Seahawks are going to get off to a fast start. And I love them on the ground again this week. Big Kenneth Walker game is here on the cards. Concerningly, though, Geno Smith having two games in his last five with under 115 passing yards. Like, okay, he got a little dinged up against the Giants. Drew Locke came in for a series here or there, but two games under 115 pass yards. That's kind of wild to me in his last five. Uh, you know, he's against the Rams and the Giants, so make what you want of that. But, you know, he's, had, he's what? He's had games, what, what, those games, what, 26 under 26 pass attempts both times. And I think what Drew Locke came in against the Giants, he did, I'm pretty sure of it. Still, it's far from ideal knowing that he can have stupid, quiet games with a massive blow. It's like last year against the against the Cardinals alone. You know, he was kept under 200 at home, but then what, what 275 on the road? Like, he does this. He, he has those Jekyll and Hyde moments, and he, he does that. Like, they say, listen, it's not a Geno game. It's not a Geno game, and he's okay with it. He'll facilitate. He does pretty good at that. Cardinals give up yards. They're pretty good at it, like 266 yards per game but are kind of mid in terms of attempts to the quarterback. So I think that the big play is on in terms of DK Metcalf. So whatever his yards might be, we can go over on that. And I, I kind of want to pivot the Geno Smith lower in attempts when they drop on Saturday, Sunday. I feel like that's the play. Maybe more so if you're feeling a little skittish on his pass yards because Arizona are a little, you know, a little shit. But if you're not feeling great about that, pivot over to his pass attempts and go lower. That's where I would probably be instead. And because of that, we're going to paint a little picture here. We're going Josh Dobbs higher than 218 and a half pass yards. Look, I love Dobbs on the right at this rate on the road to Seattle against good to above average pass defense of uh, defenses. Dobbs averages a cool 246 in three games against those teams that are decent. So I can see as underdogs chasing Seattle, he's going to have to go all in, I believe. And 218 and a half, I feel like that feels like a bit of a smash. Seattle on the road is going to be hard anyway. Tough crowd, I get that. Seattle have allowed 281 on average through the first five games while allowing over 300 pass yards in their two home games this year. Again, to Matt Stafford and Andy Dalton. So their receivers are a little to be desired. Like Marquise Brown's probably a good complimentary receiver. I don't think he's like the man, but Michael Wilson could get involved. They could get run down more for the big like, explosive play. It is what it is. Oh, man, these games are so bad this week. I'm trying. I really am. But, you know, I went seven from eight last week, and I'm trying to be enthused about that. And I look at these games, and I'm like, God damn. But if you want to get your mouth a little wet, first of all, drink some cider. No worries. Thanks for coming. But have a look at these primetime games for Sunday and Monday night. We got Miami plus two at Philadelphia with an implied total of 52, which I love. And San Fran minus six and a half at Minnesota with an implied total of 44. I really wish Justin Jefferson was here for this. I really, really do. I think it'll be fantastic. But it is what it is, and here we are. So, with the three options we are going to take, we're going to take the Philly game. We're going to go look at DeAndre Swift higher than 65 and a half rush yards. Ironically, the Dolphins have been pretty lax on the ground, giving up the ninth most yards to running backs this year, 115 yards per game. I just, you know, for the life of me, when I first looked at this, I thought he's not even going to matter this week. But then I saw that. I was like, well, Miami aren't that great on the ground. And, you know, it could be there where he's like, you know, you've got AJ Brown, you've got Devontae Smith, Dallas got it, Julio Jones even. Like, they're going to be something to figure. That's going to open up enough lanes for him. Hurts as well, something to factor in. Swift, who's like, he's either going for like 70 yards or one, which is kind of wild to think. He's been stuffed twice this week. It was against New England week one and the Jets. And the Jets' defense is freaking ridiculous. So Miami isn't that. And he's going to get enough opportunity and space to work. So I really like Swift this week at 65 and a half. I feel like people are going to take 
uh, take enough of the unders on this because it feels like a high one. I feel like that number is going to, for some reason, I feel like that number is coming down towards the end of the week. So just hold off on that. Pick number two this week. How could it not be? How 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 could it not be two attack of lower higher than two eighty two and a half pass yards? What what is the Philadelphia defense good now? Like their pass defense sucks. Like I'm sorry. Like everyone's like, oh Philly's defense. No, they're, they're really kind of not that great anymore. Like they can be had. Mac Jones took 300 yards on him. Like, come on. Five games over 260 allowed. Four games over 280. And the Eagles, for some reason, aren't themselves allowing the third most attempts and completions and ninth most yards at 264 yards per game to the quarterback. They now get a team with the most yards, most points, most touchdowns, all that crap. And again, Mac Jones put up 300 on them. Enough. It's going over. Why wouldn't Tua go over? This is just, I don't even have to talk about him like this this is happening like get used to it it's gotta be a, i can't wait I'm, you're not gonna get me excited about watching an eagles game at the best of times this one i'm kind of all in on so let's let's get in on that pick number three my final pick for this week and i don't know why it wouldn't be jalen hurts higher than 257 and a half pass yards miami brings it out the best in everyone like let's face it generally anyone but daniel jones let's clear that up everyone but daniel jones Generally has a good scoring game against Miami. Oh, damn it, Daniel Jones. Either way. But I'm buying tickets to this track meet, and Jalen Hurts is going to be conductor of that. Like, it's going to be ridiculous. And it's a low – I feel like this is a very low line. If anyone wants to correct me on that, they can. But with any, a game with the implied total of over 50, and he can impact the game. Look at what A.J. Brown's been doing. He's going to get in there halfway himself. Like, it's freaking madness. His last four games, he hasn't been under 277. So already we have a 20-point buffer, a 20-yard buffer already. In his last four games, he hasn't had less than 37 pass attempts. And in two of the last four games, have conceded 290 or more passing yards. That is Miami. So Miami's given up 290 in two of their last four. Jalen Hurts, he hasn't been under 277, and he hasn't had under 37 pass attempts. And all of a sudden, like, he's going 257 because this is going to be the hard matchup he has. The only two quarterbacks to not fulfill this quota was Daniel Jones and Bryce Young. And all of a sudden, Jalen Hurts can't. Get out of here. Thank you, Underdog, for the gimme. I don't know why anyone isn't. You know, you can take advantage of that. Go over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code GF2 for 100% matching deposit up to 100 bucks. Just, just go Jalen Hurts in a tour. Done. Double your money. Jesus. Either way, we're going to wrap this up. It's an easy 20-minute show this week because, you know, the options suck. Oh, my God. No games above 42 implied total in the morning again on Sunday this week. Good Lord. Even this week's game, Jacksonville, New Orleans, we should have been excited about. Nah. Under 40. And Chris Olave might miss. Trevor Lawrence might miss. Unbelievable. Forget about it. We're heading over to Atlanta, to, uh, Tampa this week. Over under 38 and a half. Atlanta plus two and a half head start. We're going to go Bijan Robinson lower than 62 and a half rush yards. Baker Mayfield with that hand injury, lower than 225 and a half pass yards. Mike Evans, lower than 16 and a half receiving yards. In the afternoon, we're heading over to Arizona and Seattle. Arizona plus seven and a half. They get at 44 and a half total. Kenneth Walker, higher than 70 and a half rush yards. Josh Dobbs, higher than 218 and a half pass yards. Janice Smith, lower than 251 and a half pass yards. In the evening, in the evening prime time game, Miami at Philadelphia. Miami plus two, over under 52 at the moment. DeAndre Swift, higher than 65 and a half rush yards. Two are higher than 282 and a half pass yards. And Jalen Hurts, higher than 257 and a half pass 
yards. As always, you can find us over on YouTubes. The YouTubes. You can get around everyone on the YouTubes, right? We do YouTube, we do YouTube. We can go and do that. Hit your subscribe button, hit the alerts, all that sort of fun stuff. You can find us over on Discord, free Discord, where all of us are. You can ask us questions. Go find the doc. Ask Gladys questions on Sunday morning. She loves it. Start sit shows, all that sort of jazz. Shows every day of the week. Why wouldn't you? I'm not going to tell you about X or Twitter because it sucks. You find me at the B-League says wherever you want. I don't, I, I'm somewhere. As always, this is me, Dan, at the B-League says with the B-League's Pick'em Show. Show every Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Thanks for joining me. Have a great week. Safe bets. Happy punting. Cheers. Bye.